What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. If you're new here, new episodes drop daily. Yes, bitch, this is a daily show. New episodes every day. In other words, nobody else is doing it like me. Yeah, we know. Okay. Also, if you're listening on podcast streaming platforms, do not forget that you can watch this podcast. It is a visual podcast. Head on over to YouTube, get right, search for Constance the Podcast, and there you will find me. Let's get into the most important news, bitch. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Beyonce dropped Break My Soul last night. Mm -mm -mm. What do you guys think? Comment down below. I want to hear y'all's thoughts. For me, it's given. I mean, I feel like this is the same music she's been dropping the past couple singles or albums she dropped. Not albums. I don't know. There was like a Lion King album, you know, the brown skin girl and black is king or king is black. Message is cool behind all those songs. But it's the same reoccurring sound. The song is cool. Definitely like a radio bop. Am I ecstatic about the drop? No. Will I listen to it again? Possibly. People have been calling it house music. I think house music is the right word for it. Like when you clean it on a Saturday or a Sunday or when you're just doing a quick drive. I'm telling you, it's like decent radio music. I hope it's just a song that she has sitting in a vault that's been sitting in a vault for a while. And um, it's not reflective of what the album of what the album will give. But I'm excited to see what the album is going to be. Um, you know, I have faith in Beyonce. I don't think Beyonce can really do any wrong. Like I said before in another episode, this isn't a terrible song. It's just not the hottest song out right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, Beyonce, take it back to the early 2000s. You don't even got to take it back that far. I really liked the Beyonce album with Drunken Love. I liked the album after that when Jay-Z did the cheating. What's the name of that album? Lemonade? Is it Lemonade? Like, I like those. Everything post that, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Y'all know my favorite Beyonce visual to date. Like, nothing has topped it is the check up on it music video i love that fucking video i think one of my dreams in life is to recreate that video like that video is unbelievably hot from the different looks to the pink to the braids to the just everything the dance moves it was given it was given i'm not gonna hold you guys you guys know i was late to like music and pop culture i think that that was my first real beyonce introduction and um it gave what it needed to give. If you've never seen that music, everybody has seen that music video. I think I was like the last person to see it. So you guys get right. And by, I said, check up on it. It's check on it. Check on it. Y'all knew what I meant, right? Anyways, um, look, I had to Google it. Cause I'm like, I just know I said the wrong name, but it's a good song. Um, really quickly guys to the newcomers here, even to the old comers, everybody, this is a show dedicated to people that want to hear a motherfucker talk shit is also dedicated to people that potentially need advice. And I haven't been getting advice column submissions. Now we tap into Reddit every now and then all the time as of lately to get advice column submissions because y'all haven't been submitting them. I don't like that. I was on Reddit this morning and I was like, Oh my God, all of these are a drag and a bore. I know y'all need advice on something. I don't care what the fuck it is. Fill up my advice column submissions box. If you need advice, click the link down below in the description box. Or click the link in my Instagram bio at Constance the Pod. That will take you to my advice column. There you can leave an anonymous submission. Anonymous. Nobody's going to know you wrote it, okay? If you want to get two thumbs up, 
call in and leave your advice column submission that way. Give me a call, 240-587-3186. I'm just going ahead and letting you guys know, today we're not doing an advice column submission because fuck that. I couldn't find anything on Reddit, so don't even expect that because it ain't going to be a part of today's show. Now, guys, we got a couple things we need to discuss before we get into the bowl, right? Let's talk. I'm trying to think, do we talk about our girl Winter? Or do we talk about what the fuck happened to me the other day? Ooh, and reality TV recap. All right, today might be a long episode. Brace yourselves. Let's start with Winter. If you're new here, I am reading the book, The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier. Recapping y'all as I read. All right, y'all just gonna have to get right and know that by now. What is Winter up to? The last time we spoke, I told you guys that Winter was finessing the girls in the group home. Okay, um, I think she made like a little a little friend in the group home along with her friend Simone, right? Don't get me started on Simone, child. Simone and fucking Winter had a, a plan to meet up somewhere. Ooh, let me start this first. First, Winter went to go meet her daddy in jail. The dad declined meeting her. On top of the decline... Um, he sent a letter later on and is like, I need you to track down Midnight, the guy she has a crush on, right? So that's what Winter has going on with her family. But other than that, everybody else in the family still fuck. We haven't heard too much from them. All right, so she's made a little friend in the group home, Rashida. And like I said, she's hanging out with Simone. Okay, so her and Simone had an agreement. Winter and Simone were like, all right, we're going to plan to meet up this day to go do whatever it is that they wanted to plan up to meet. I think it was like a concert and Winter asked Simone to pick up like a dress for her, right? Um, the time approaches that they were going to meet. Winter doesn't hear from Simone. So she's like, all right, whatever. I'll just kick it with Rashida in the damn group home. The next day, or the next couple days, whatever, Winter gets a call. And you guys won't believe who the fuck the call was from. It was from Simone, bitch. Simone got locked up for boosting, child. She locked up and she's telling Winter, you got to come get me. You got to come bail me out because I got caught trying to get the dress that you wanted me to get. Okay, so Simone is locked up. Winter's like, man, fuck that shit. That don't got nothing to do with me. That was fucked up, if you ask me. If I was Winter, even if it was my last, I would have went to go get my friend because I definitely put you in that situation. And even if I didn't put you in that situation, I'm sorry, girl. I didn't mean to, you know, do you like that. Like, I don't want you to be locked up, bitch. Simone is pregnant. That's just fucked. Like, I would have, I don't know. Maybe that's me overextending myself as I tell you guys I have the, um, I have the tendency to do winter. I feel like that was really fucked up. You got to be a better friend. So y'all know I talked to y'all about being a ride or die. Like if I put you in this situation, I will help you out to the best of my ability as far as paying to get you out and things like that. Winter was like, man, fuck that. I only got a few dollars to my name. I ain't wasting it on you. So she leaves Simone, right? Okay. Um, I don't remember where the fuck winter was coming from, but she's headed home from something. It's getting close to the time that she needs to be home. Like I told you, well, y'all don't know, but she got a curfew in the group home. You got to be home by 11. So she's hurrying to get home or whatever. And bitch, some girls start running after her, trying to jump her. Guess who the girls are? It's fucking Simone and friends getting ready to fuck up Winter. So Winter runs and gets the fuck away from them. Now, they were getting ready to jump her and beat her. They're waiting for her outside of her group home. So she was like, I can't go back there. They might be back over there waiting for me. So she stays out all night just trying to beat the clock. Wait until the day begins. Like, wait until the next day begins, right? So she's going from shop to shop, store to store, bodega to bodega. Whatever's open, that's where she's going. It took me back to my L.A. days because I remember going, going through a phase like that. Like, I used to think that it was so fucked up whenever people would 
whenever corporations would be open 24 hours because I'd be like, man, I feel so bad for the employees. But little do people realize those 24-hour spots are great for the homeless. So uh, I, could, I could feel winter on that. It kind of took me back to a bad feeling. I had stopped reading and I was like, I don't want to read this no more. And then I kept reading because the book is so good. So in the midst of winter staying up all night to try to get to the next day, some guy comes up to her and he's like, handed her a fucking business card. He's like, you can come dance for me. And y'all, you know what's crazy? I was thinking to myself, yes, winter, you better get your, your ass up and go dance. I'm typically like a no girl, fight it. Don't go do it. But I really wanted Winter to go dance, but she declined the nigga. Y'all know what else is crazy? I talk about the L.A. experience. If I wasn't with my brother, I definitely probably would have went to go start stripping because what the fuck else do you do when you need money fast and you a girl? I guess guys can go strip too, but I'm speaking from a girl's perspective. Anyway, she declined the dancing, which was good. What happened next? It's the next morning. Oh, my God, y'all. It's the next morning. She's like... She lost her shoes because I think she had heels. And in order to run away from Simone and friends, she had to drop the heels, right? So she lost her shoes. So the next morning, she's like, I need to go get me some decent shoes. On top of that, she had also called one of the girls at the group home, Lachey. Lachey is in partnership with her and Simone or was in partnership with her and Simone. When Simone would bring the fucking clothes that Winter asked Simone to bring so that she could sell them, Lachey would go out and do the exchange for her. Anyways... So Winter calls Lachey and she's like, I need you to go into my fucking trunk and get me some shit, get me, get, get some shit together for me. All right. And meet me here at this time. So in the midst of that, Winter went to Macy's to get her a pair of shoes. I hope y'all are keeping up. A lot has happened. Oh, uh, y'all will not believe this. I was recording and I guess I switched the microphone off. So I'm talking and I look at my laptop and I see that I wasn't recording shit. <sighs> Welcome to my life. Okay, let's get back to the story. Winter's going to get some shoes from the Macy's. She's accused of stealing because of the way she looks. She looks beat the fuck up. By the way, she needs the shoes because when she ran away from Simone, she dropped her heels because she was like, man, fuck them. These are slowing me down. So she's going to get new shoes. The security at Macy's does a weird, dirty-ass frisk. It's a guy, and he's touching on her breasts, asking her to take off her skirt, even though it's clear that she didn't steal. That's fucked up, right? You know what's crazy is motherfuckers do that in real life. That's so sad. All right, boom, next. A female security guard walks in. This allows Winter the opportunity to be like, man, fuck this, we're good to go when she walks out. Okay, so Winter is scheduled to meet up with Lachey, but Lachey is on bullshit. Lachey basically is the enemy, all right? And Lachey then told Simone about Winter's whereabouts and Lachey done went through Winter's shit and gave all her shit away. Sorry if I repeated it, I don't remember because when the mic shut off, I don't know what the fuck else I said. All right. So she sees her girl Rashida from the group home that she's actually cool with. And Rashida's like, girl, you cannot go back to the group home. Simone is going to kill your ass. Lachey's in partnership with her. And everybody pretty much hates you. So Rashida takes Winter to Sister Soldier's house. Now it's crazy. Sister, Sh Sister Soldier is the author of the book. And she also incorporated herself into the book. That's dope. I like that. So now Winter is staying with Sister Soldier, and it's a pretty good setup. I mean, she's got a house, a place to stay, and she's with good company. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now. I cannot believe I shut the mic off in the midst of me talking. First of all, if you still haven't caught the book, if you have not got the book, you need to go get the book and read. Okay, go get the book and start reading with your girl. Um, I think it's a really good book, but I'm so pissed about me shutting off the mic because I honestly didn't even want to recap the story because I had already told the story. Then I looked down and I realized I wasn't recording. I was like, man, fuck. I was going to say fuck the story, but 
I know some of y'all probably invested in what's happening next because I'm invested in what the fuck is happening next. Let's get into what the fuck happened next in my life. Yesterday, I went to the gym, right? As you know, I go to the gym all the time. And I see the same employees all the time. They see me all the time. Like, I'm a part of their everyday. I'm a regular at the gym that I go to. Now, I typically go in sweats and a do-rag. Like, that's just my regular gym go. For no real reason. I just typically, just that's just how I am. So I go, it's no need for me to get cute to go to the gym. I don't do it. I would, but I don't. Okay. So I'm checking into the gym and one of the employees is like, I meant to tell you, I really like your hair. Um, he was like, you know, you got a do-rag on today, but you didn't last time. And I'm thinking to myself, obviously, I got a fucking do-rag on today and I didn't last time. One day last week, I went to the gym without a do-rag because I think I was getting ready to wash my hair after the gym. So I was like, man, fuck it. Hair is already fucked. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. On my way out of the gym, that same employee stops me. And he's like, you think you can train me? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm even doing in the gym. And he's like, yeah, you do. You strong. Da, 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 talking, talking, talking. Right. So I just walk away and I just am like, yeah, I got you. And I'm just walking. I wasn't even looking at him when I said it. I just walked out. Um, I get home and I think to myself, one, this is why this is not why, but it is kind of why I just look the bummiest when I go to the gym because I know I'm fine as hell and I don't want people to talk to me. And if I go looking cute, people will talk to me, you know? So I do my best to avoid the discussion by just looking bummy. Also when I'm like do ragged on and sweats, I look a lot younger. I feel like that's how I'm treated. I mean, nobody blinks in the bat tonight. I mean, I'm cool. Like I don't need the, the, the eye batting, but I want to talk about how, him hitting on me made me so uncomfortable. Like, it makes me want to duck his shift, which I'm going to. <laughs> it makes me want to duck the shift that he's working. And I also contemplated going to a different gym. I go to two gyms, but I like to go to this one gym just because it's closer to me anyways. I'm just like, I feel bad for having to curve him. I'm going to have to curve him for real, for real the next time. I also hate to assume everybody's trying to hit on me, but that energy he was giving was definitely hit on me energy because he had never spoken to me ever before. I always see him at the gym, and it was just like, I really should have said to him when he was like, can you train me or whatever the hell he said. I should have said, I don't think my girlfriend would appreciate that, but I just didn't want to assume that he was hitting on me. But when I left out, I was like, I think he was hitting on me. Um yeah, I fucking, I hate when people talk to me and compliment me. I tweeted, I posted it on my Instagram story the other day, actually, like, whenever I'm going out with my friends and I'm wearing something cute, I hate walking to my car or to the parking lot because there's always going to be some weirdo standing out their balcony saying, you look good, sexy, can I get your number, sexy? Like, yeah, leave me the fuck alone. Damn. I fucking hate getting hit on. That shit is not cool. I don't, I don't understand girls that, like, love that shit. Like, I have... In the past, I've been friends with females that are, like, in love with niggas sucking them dry. Like, no, nigga, don't fucking suck me dry, nigga. Don't even look this way. Look the other way. Like, when I step out in sexy gear, sometimes I just wear a jacket because niggas in apartments are always fucking nosy as hell. And the apartment complex that I live in just always has some weirdos that want to compliment you. And I just don't want the compliment. Like, yeah, I'm cute. I appreciate it. But don't tell me that because I don't want to hear that shit. I don't need to hear that shit. Leave me the fuck alone, nigga. Look at you. Look at me. Bye. Okay. Yes. So that's what's been going on in my life, you guys. 15 minutes in. Hope y'all are enjoying the show so far. We have the bowl. 
I do want to get into the bowl, but I feel like we should want to run a brief intermission and then get into the bowl and then end today's show because that's all we have on today's agenda, right? Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, I am back. Now, I remember I said I was going to do a reality TV recap. However, honestly, the mic cutting off just like blew me. And so I just want to get into the bowl because I don't even feel like babbling on about reality TV. We're going to do that tomorrow. Tomorrow, stay tuned. If you haven't watched Baddies South, get caught up on it because I'm going to talk my shit. If you haven't watched Real Housewives of Atlanta, get caught up on it because I'm going to talk my shit tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow, I promise. Also, I start work tomorrow. <laughs> let's get into the bowl if you're new here this is a bowl full of topics and words i put my hand in the bowl i grab out a topic or a word and i give you my fucking thought whatever the fuck i pulled out of the bowl i think word association makes sense i don't have to keep explaining it right all right okay i have two let's pick this one Ooh, double standards what are double standards that come to mind instantly you know what one thing First of all, let me say this. I'm not too big on double standards, not too worried about it. The only thing I will say in my life that I've noticed, you know, being raised in an African household, black household, honestly, being raised with boys. I'm the only girl in my household. I was expected. I think we were all taught the same things, but I was expected to know how to clean, cook, and don't forget, do hair. Um, everyone had to know how to clean. Everyone had to know how to cook, but it was expected of me. Like we're all watching a movie and it's Constance. Come on, let's cook. Like, why the fuck are you calling me to do that? So everybody, as you raise your kids, don't force only your daughter to cook and clean. Make sure the boys are involved in that shit too, because if you know what's crazy, I'm tired of living with boys. I love my brothers. I do love them dearly, but I'm really tired of it. I feel like I'm the only person that's upholding the clean end of the bargain. Like nobody else takes it upon themselves to get shit together and get shit right. I asked one of my brothers the other day to clean some hair out of the tub. They're going to say, no, I'm not doing that. Like, why the fuck are you going to leave the hair in the tub? Guys, man, you just, you look at them and you like, you guys are just wired differently. I love them dearly. But it's getting to the point where I need to be in my own space. But anyways, I want to get to the topic of doing hair. I told you guys I was expected to know how to do hair. When I got home from school as a kid, I was expected to read a book, write a summary on it, and take my mom's mannequin she's a hairdresser take her mannequin and put cornrows in the mannequin's hair the mannequin had to have cornrows before my mom came home from school great skill i think that boys should be expected to do the same thing because what do you know nowadays everybody's growing out their hair love to see it everybody's rocking cornrows and twists love to see it who is expected to do those cornrows and twists females right boys don't know how to do shit pertaining to hair and honestly fuck the double standard i think as a black person we should all have that skill the capability and ability to be able to braid hair cornrow hair twist hair doing hair doesn't make you gay as a matter of fact the only thing that makes you gay is the fact that uh well you like the same sex right okay so now that that is out of the way why are people not why do black people not why do all black people not know how to do hair like, I can cornrow my friend. Well, I ain't got hair now, right? But I can cornrow my friend's hair when I had hair. I wouldn't ask them to cornrow my hair because it just wasn't going to be as flat as my cornrows would have been. 
I just feel like black people should know how to do hair because we all struggle. Hair is a big part of our culture. Hair is a big part of us. There is no reason that we all don't know, myself included. There's, there's, there's no reason that we all don't know how to motherfucking slap on a fucking wig and keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? But fuck wigs. We can leave the wigs to the hairstylist. I think that cornrows, braids, and twists should be something that every black person knows how to do. It's a necessary skill. Now, let's get back to the double standard. Um, I think guys sleep on the benefits of knowing how to do hair. If you guy and you are trying to bag a girl, you know how you could quickly bag that girl? You tell her that you know how to do some hair. You're going to have her in the back of your hand, in the back of your pocket, whatever. Like, I can't imagine anybody that would decline dating somebody that knew how to get them right with hair. You see it all the time. Like, my girlfriend, she's always asking, whenever we're together, can I help her with her hair? Ask me if that girl can do my hair. No. She can't. When I used to have an afro, you know what she used to do for me, which I'm appreciative of? She used to do the parting for me. Like, she used to part the cornrows for me, but she could never actually do the cornrows. So, I was still doing the bulk of the work. Every black person needs to know how to do hair. Parents, make sure your kids know how to do hair. Everybody get on YouTube, learn how to do a simple cornrow, and make sure we pass that on from generations to generations. Because it just doesn't make sense to me that as black people, some of us know how to do hair and some of us don't know how to do hair when all of us know the importance of hair to black culture i myself am included i'm not exempt from this everybody make sure you learn how to get right those are the only double standards i can think of if y'all can think of double standards comment them down below that's the only thing that comes to my mind i really feel like guys should know how to do hair like my brothers can't do shit but they always need shit done barbers hairstylists just knowing how to do hair is so important in a black household get it right all right next we're back in the bowl i pulled out Pros and cons of living with people. Isn't that something? Pros and cons of living with people. I already told you, for one, everybody's level of cleanliness is different. This is why I don't understand the obsession with roommates. Like, as much as I would love to live with my best friend, I just can't imagine that we would be the best of roommates because I am very picky about the way things are. I'm not the cleanest person in the world, but I don't want to have friction in the friendship. Because I'm constantly asking you to watch something because I'm irritated and resenting you for not doing something the way I want it done, you know? So that's one thing. I think just levels of cleanliness are so fucking different and I'm so over it. But, you know, the pro of living with people, I won't even lie. If you're short on bills or, like, you're short on milk or something, there's always going to be somebody in the house that has something that can help you. It's always great to have people that are there to help you, especially if you have a relationship with the people that you live with. So like me, I live with my family. It's great to have people that I can rely on for whatever it may be. That is a great, great, great plus. A con. I feel like I'm probably the only person that cares about this, but I get so irritated when I like walk past the bathroom and I can hear somebody shitting, peeing, or spitting, or like brushing their tongue. Those noises make me sick. Like, it's already bad enough that I'm doing those things. And I get that it's normal, but I don't want to hear that shit. That is a huge pet peeve of mine living with people. Or if, like, somebody shits and they didn't notice that there was, like, a skin mark in the toilet and now I have to clean the skin mark. That doesn't happen often, but it's just a part of living with people. You're just like, ew, I don't want to do this. What else? That's really it. Or, like, if you turn on the AC... And someone turns it off or you turn it off and someone turns it on. Like it's just living with people is just so not fun. And then back to the bathroom. 
you use the bathroom, somebody's knocking on the bathroom door. Or I think this happens to me often. Excuse me. I'll be in bed and I'm like, okay, I have to use the bathroom. And I forget that I live with other people. Like, I'm just not thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I'll get up in like two minutes. And then the two minutes passes, right? And I'm like, all right, time to go to the bathroom. And someone else beats me to the bathroom. It makes me so angry. But if I'd have trusted my instinct, I would have got up in time. I guess I can't be mad at anybody for that. That just upsets me. What else don't I like living about people? Or what do I love living about people? <laughs> the other day I went to my brother. His, he always keeps his door open. <laughs> and he was watching Game of Thrones. So I was like... Oh, you're finally watching Game of Thrones. And he said to me, just because my door is open, it doesn't mean that you can talk to me. And I was like, damn, that hurts. But the plus side of having people in your house is you have people to talk to. Like, I do typically enjoy silence. I love silence. I love being by myself. I don't need to talk to people. But when something comes to mind, you can just go to your family members or your roommate and say, did you hear about this? Did you see this? Do you know about this? Like, it's great having people that I can just go to when I need to say something. For the most part, it is nonsense. But when I'm going through it, my brother's always there to listen. I'm there to listen for them. So that is great. Are those only pros and cons that I can think of? What are some pros and cons that you guys can think of when it comes to living with people? I feel like my pros and cons are probably not that bad. Like living with people isn't terrible. I'm just over it. I feel like there's a point in time where you just, I feel like there's a point in life where you're just like over living with people especially after college. I mean, college taught me everything that I needed to see. After being in college and living with my family all of my life, I'm just like, I'm ready to do it by myself. But the scary thing about doing it by yourself, like I had said before, when you have family, you can always, when you live with people, when you live with family, you can rely on them for things like being short on rent or short on food or whatever. You're never truly like empty handed because there's always someone there that'll have your back. When you're by yourself, there's no one that you can really rely on. And that's, I don't want to say scary, but like that's one thing that I am very um, aware of. So I'm really appreciative of the situation that I'm in right now. Like if all shit falls and stuff isn't working out for me, I have people that I can rely on. But if I was by myself, I would feel less inclined to ask because I'm not with them. and I don't want to call to ask for something, you know. So those are the pros and cons. I want to know y'all's pros and cons. We're going back into the bowl. I love how everything's just right on track with each other. I pulled out the last time you pooped slash peed yourself. That's going to be the last one that I pulled out because when was the last time that I peed myself? I don't even recall the last time that I peed myself. That had to have been when I was a kid. The last time I pooped myself? I think we've all had those moments where like you shit, like you shart, like you, sh like you fart and shit comes out, but you didn't expect shit to come out. Um, there was one time I had some severe diarrhea. I can't remember what it was from. So I can't really recap that story for you guys, but I do remember one time when I was younger, when I was younger for sure, <laughs> I used to walk to go get my brother from school, my little brother from school. And I used to walk to get it, go get it from school because I went to, um, like I always tell you guys, I went to a predominantly white school and I went to that school because, um, there was like a gifted and talented program. So I was a part of that program and, there were a bunch of black kids in my neighborhood, but because I went to the predominantly white school, I missed the opportunity to, to connect with black girls. And I loved seeing other black girls and talking to them, right? And there were some that I had went to like kindergarten with, like I knew some. So I would make it a point to go walk and get my little brother from school because the school that he went to um, is the school that all the black kids went to. So I'm like, okay, let me go walk and have the chance to connect with black kids. 
And I remember one time I went to go get him. <laughs> I had to poop so bad that I couldn't even wait for him. Like, I had to poop so bad that I was like, man, he hasn't come out yet. He was old enough at this point to walk by himself. I think he actually could walk by himself. I think he walked by himself every day. It was just like Mondays that I would get out of school early or something like that. So I would be able to walk with him. Anyways, I remember I had to poop so bad that I just was like, fuck it. I cannot wait for him any longer. It was probably like two minutes that he came out of class, but I couldn't do it anymore. So that's so cute. I can't believe we used to walk together. Now we just like pass by each other and just like, hello, or like head nod. That's so cute. Okay, anyways. I'm rushing home, right? But you know when you have to, like, shit, you got to kind of walk slow, like, stiff ass because you don't want to release anything. You don't want to fart. You don't want to do nothing. So I'm walking with stank walk as slow as I can, but also as fast as I can because I don't want this shit to leave my ass. I felt my ass bubbling. I felt it getting hot. I felt the shit forming. But for whatever reason, I think I thought it was a fart. So I'm close to home, kind of close to home. Not really. The walk was like a 10-minute walk, right? So I'm almost close enough to feel like I'm almost home and I, sh- uh, I fart. And when I fart, shit just comes. And then I just start feeling my underwear getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Okay, let's clarify. By the way, my age at this time is probably like nine. Okay. Um, yeah, man, I had a shitty ass and I had a shitty ass fucking underwear and pants. And I walked with that hot ass shit in my ass. Still slow because I wasn't trying to smear the shit everywhere. I'm okay. First of all, please tell me I'm not the only person that has shat them. Y'all, I'm sure everyone can remember a vivid time past diaper wearing that you shat yourself. Anyways, I get home and I have to, I think maybe I hand washed the shit. I don't know if I threw the underwears away. I don't know. I didn't tell my mom because I thought that was really embarrassing. Um, I remember one time I told you guys I used to stay at buffets when I was a kid. This was the same age group, like probably like nine this is the two times that I remember vividly shitting on myself uh, I don't think I've shat on myself since everything every other time has been a shark but I made it to the toilet in time anyways we go to a restaurant my family goes to a buffet and um after the buffet I remember my stomach was bubbling and at the time we lived in a townhouse so I'm running up the stairs trying to get to the bathroom and before I get to the bathroom I shart and my underwear was full of shit and I remember my mom saying what's wrong with you and that was the last time I shot myself. When was the last time you guys shot yourself? Peeing is like, I just have not ever, I don't, I've not peed myself. Ugh. I have girls, you know, when you're outside, like I don't, when you're outside, like going somewhere, like after a night of drinking with your friends, you need to pee. So what do you do? You pop a squat. We all did it. We've all do it. Whatever. Have you ever like missed the ground and got like your hand or got like your underwear? I have definitely missed the ground tragic it's hard being a girl man guys have it easy they just stand and face a bush and just pull it out I guess and they just pee we got to really get down and squat but as I squat I be needing to look down to make sure that I'm not on the underwear you got to hinge your hips back it's it's a lot and I have definitely peed on my hands I hate being a girl okay um (laughs) is that all we're gonna talk about today should I go back in the bowl I don't know Mm. Let's go back in the bowl one last time and then we'll end it. Oh, we talked about this kind of story. Looking young as an adult. So I talked about like when I wear my do-rag and stuff, I feel like I look a lot younger. Um, Ever since I cut my hair, I believe I've been, I look a lot older now. Not older, but I feel like I look my age now. 
prior to cutting my hair, when I had the afro, I feel like I looked a lot younger and I was treated like I was younger. Um, I remember one time I was sitting in a car with a friend and we like get to McDonald's. And this was in high school, actually. But I feel like I had friends that looked a lot older than I did. Uh, I don't know why it was, but they just looked a little, maybe a little bit older. Anyways, so I'm in the car with my friend. I was sitting in the back seat. I'm not sure why I was sitting in the back seat either. But um, we get to McDonald's and the guy's hitting on my friend and he's looking at me in the back window. Back window's open because I'm getting ready to give him my car to pay for my food. And he says to my friend, oh, are those your kids in the back? I'm thinking, damn, not am I her kid and we the same age. Either she looked too old or I look too young. Anyways, before cutting my hair, I used to get asked for my ID multiple times. I, I used to get asked for multiple forms of ID. Um, oh my God, yeah. Like when I had an Afro... A lot in college, I would get asked for my, for multiple forms of an ID. There was a time me and my friends, we went to the club. This was high school, though. And one of my friends was too young to get into the club. So we used somebody else's ID. We found somebody that had an ID that she could... We found somebody that looked kind of like her, so we used their ID to, to go to the club, right? So we get to the club, and we're all showing the bouncer our IDs. And my friend that was youngest went first, just so we could make sure she got in. They were like, she's good to go. Everyone was good to go. They get my ID and they're like, this isn't you on the ID. And it was, it was me on the ID. So I'm like, it is me on the ID. They're like, we need to see another form of ID. I'm like, I don't know. I used to get really heated when they would do that to me because it's like, you didn't ask anyone else for another form of ID. And this is literally me. Like quiz me on the shit. What the fuck? Why the fuck would I have two forms of ID? I always did have another form, but that was just fucked. So anyways, I think I spazzed because I was just irritated with them. And I ended up giving them another form of ID and then they felt really stupid because it was me. And then I guess the bouncer wanted to redeem himself. So he's like, all right, let me recheck everybody. So he checks everybody and then he realizes that like the friend that he let pass in the beginning wasn't actually the person on the ID. So we ended up not going to that club. But anyways, I think that I just recently started looking my age because I've been receiving better treatment. But prior to cutting my hair, I was always treated as if I was really young. I always got carded multiple times. Like, It'd be so hard for me to order a drink without someone asking, can I see an ID? Now they don't even ask for the ID. So I think the short hair definitely makes it seem like I'm older, which is cool. But prior to this look, child, I was getting the, can I see two forms of ID? Do you have another ID? Are you old enough? Are you old enough? People that were my age calling me sweetheart and hun like they older than me. I ain't really, I didn't mind too much other than the fact that they wouldn't believe me with my ID. And sometimes I wouldn't have another form of ID. Um, What was I getting ready to say? What Have y'all ever been treated like you are younger than you are? Do you guys feel like you don't look your age? I think also for me, I think 25 is like the age. It might also be like my face, but 25 is the age where obviously I feel like I look older. And, um, ooh, I was going to get ready to say something, but I forgot. Regardless, anyways, I get treated a lot better now. Not better, just like I get treated like my age now. Damn, there was something I was going to say. When I was younger, I mean, when I looked younger, what the fuck? It was something. Damn, I hate that I forgot. Maybe that's a sign that we should just end it. We're going to end today's show. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We talked a lot of shit yesterday. We talked some shit today. We talked about shit today. Um, Tomorrow, don't forget, reality TV recap. If you guys need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Please leave me a review and a rating after today's show. I'm trying to have 20 by the end of the month, and I need you guys to help me do that. I have 16, four of you, please, after today's show. 
go and leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. Search for Constance the Podcast and leave me one. If you want your music featured on the show, send me an email, ConstanceThePodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at ConstanceThePod. Follow me on TikTok at ConstanceThePod and follow my personal pages, Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Excuse me, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. I told you guys that I have an event. The event is this week. Woo, I can finally stop thinking about it. Outfit I ordered from Fashion Nova was trash, right? So I sent it back. You guys already know. By the way, I have a gift card for Fashion Nova from Fashion Nova. I have a Fashion Nova gift card. $74.19 are on it. I don't plan on using it. If you would like the gift card, because you know you shop at Fashion Nova a lot, let me know. You can have it, but you got to pay me for the gift card. So $74.19 in Fashion Nova store credit for $74.19 in money. Let me know. We can make that exchange happen. Anyway, so like I said, I'm not going to reorder from Fashion Nova. So I'm going through my closet trying to pull something together. And I think I found something. I found a jumpsuit and I found a dress. I want to cut the dress and try to freak it into something for me. I hate that I don't have a sewing machine. I also hate that I don't know how to sew for real because I have all of these ideas and I'm able to like look. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, like I'm able to look at a piece and tweak it and turn it into something else. And sometimes I need a sewing machine. Like sometimes I need the skill of sewing to be able to put it together. So that is a skill that I need to learn that I'm going to learn before I die for myself though. I don't see myself doing it on a large scale for anybody else. Um, But yeah, anyways, I'm excited about, I'm going to get into that. Like after this podcast, I'm going to try to tweak and make another outfit out of something. If it doesn't work out, I have backup options, but yeah damn I keep looking at this and I'm like looking young as an adult there was something I wanted to say but I can't fucking remember it I don't know all right oh it's because I'm small that's what it was it's my size like I I used to be really skinny too right so I had an afro really skinny really short and so I think that that played a lot into looking a lot younger than I actually am so when I started getting into the gym and working out eating better eating more and cut my hair the the, the haircut is just sexy like I never really felt sexy with an afro but I felt badass with an afro like when I had an afro I used to love walking into a room and feeling like yeah I know my hair is fucking hot that's one thing I'll say an afro definitely made me feel like that be because I guess everyone has an afro. All black people have an afro, but a lot of people don't sport it. So when you're the one sporting it, it's like all eyes on you. I feel like afro is a true statement. I absolutely love afros. I can't wait to get back to rocking an afro and growing a big, thick one. Like, I never really learned how to, like, define the curls or work that. I I didn't even have the time for it. I was such a lazy natural. And I think that that was a plus side of being a natural. I could be lazy. I was simply just a... Literally put water in my hair and go. I probably didn't take care of my hair as best as I could have, but I didn't do shit to it and it was growing and it was good. It was cute. We're going to end today's show. Love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace.